All right. I've got four shows coming up this month, starting on Friday the 13th with Dead Dad Comedy Club at 8 p.m. You got to message somebody for the address. And then on Saturday the 14th, I'll be at Haley's Honey Meadery in Hopewell. That one is at 7 p.m. On Thursday the 26th, I'll be at Firehouse Theater. I don't know what time that show's at, but I'll let you know. I promise. And then on the 27th, I'll be at Besky Cider at 9 p.m. And yeah, these are all stand-up shows. So anybody that's like been saying they want to see me do stand-up and never have or can never make it out, you've got four chances this month. And that's about half as many as I do in a year. So, you know, 2020, it's... We just hit March, but like, I don't know how long I'm going to last, y'all. That sounded dark and sad, and I didn't really mean it to, but mm, I'm going to keep it. This episode of Almost Nothing is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org. have been a little nutty on my end um so I had to take a, 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 a little break but I thought while I get back into the swing of things I would just take this time to answer some questions that I feel like um I get asked a lot about the show and also introduce maybe some new things I want to try out and I asked two of my best friends to send me some questions and I didn't tell them, I didn't tell them they were specifically for me. I think they, I think they thought I was going to ask this to one of the crushes and I didn't, um, tell them, I didn't like correct their thinking or whatever on that. Um, cause I just kind of wanted to see what they'd send me and I'm really, uh, <laughs> I'm a little nervous about one of them, one of the questions, not my friends. I'm not nervous about them. I love them. Okay. So for starters, I think, I think the number one question I get asked about the show is like, what happens after the show? like after the interviews with the crushes more specifically. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about this because, and it doesn't happen every time, but I do feel like there's some element of like a summer camp vibe. And I'm saying this having 
never been to a real summer camp. I've, the only summer camp type thing I've ever done was an academic summer camp. <laughs> it was a summer after third grade. And um, I think it was called like, it was like ODC or something um, in Virginia Beach. And uh, I took like a poetry class and we made, we made books and then put our poetry in the books. And then, uh, we learned German and I don't remember if there was anything else, but yes, I did feel like the dumbest person there. And I probably was like, if I'm, that's not like a diss on me. Like I'm not a dumb person, but I think I was the dumbest in that room. But anywho, okay, yes. So a summer camp vibe of like, oh my gosh, we just spent this time together that was really cool and really special and we'll be pals forever. And then like, you know, maybe a few weeks uh, that happens. Like there'll be some like, oh, I saw this funny thing and it reminded me of the thing you said like, you know, like sending whatever memes or articles or, or whatever, or even just like checking in and then it, it kind of fades out or like you make half plans to hang out and then they just like never happen, which I, I will admit to making half plans with a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it, it does feel like there's a little bit of that and I don't mind it. Like it's not... It's not a problem to me, um, especially now because I am half expecting it because it's happened so many times. Um, and I will say there are some people, I mean, some of the people I interviewed have been people that are already good friends of mine. And then there were maybe a few that I, I do feel like it actually strengthened our friendship. And um, now maybe there's just more regular check-ins there. Uh, I hate to call it check-ins because it sounds like, uh, it's like, oh, you're not okay. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe we're not okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm not okay. Maybe they know I'm not okay. But you know what? It's going to be okay. So yeah, I think that is kind of how those go. Um I think what people, when they ask like what happens after a show and also before I continue that thought, I often wish, and I feel like this is a pretty common thing with, um, with interview style podcasts or whatever projects. Um, I often wish that I was recording for like the 10 to 15 minutes after I stop because it's, you know, some people like leave right away or whatever, but a lot of times people stick around and we're like finishing a drink or just like chatting about whatever. And then something else comes up and I don't, I mean, I want to be like, Hey, can I just like record this real quick? (laughs) Like, that's pretty good. Um, but I also don't want to be like, um, just trying to like milk humans, for their content every second. That sounded so disgusting as soon as it came out of my mouth. Ugh, woof. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Something about, I interrupted my thought to say that and now I don't remember 
what the thing was, but, oh, that's what it was. Okay. So I think when people are asking what happens after an interview, I think what they really want to know is like, uh, like, does anything happen romantically? I feel like that's what people are really asking. Um, and <laughs> uh, well, I'll say nothing scandalous happens because nothing I'm ashamed of happens. <laughs> um, yeah, there. I think I'm trying. I think maybe. I, okay, so I do think maybe one of them asked me out on a date. I'm pretty sure. I think that's what that was. It did not happen. Um, and, you know, this has been, I've been doing this for about, yeah, a little over a year. Um, so if if, I, if you're out there and you're listening and I've forgotten, I'm sorry. Uh, but... Yeah, there, there was, there was, there have been a couple recordings that will probably never see the light of day. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I'll say, I don't know. With, with one of them. And because, you know, okay, so I do the interview when people are being vulnerable and stuff. And if somebody doesn't want me to put it out, I won't. It's not um, this. I don't think this project is more uh, is like bigger than someone feeling so strongly like that, especially like when they're part of it. Um, so, you know, yeah. Um, but there was one very early on, uh, that I did. And uh, yeah, I don't think that one will ever be released. And it's, um, the interview alone is really good, but yeah, some stuff happened after, uh, no, I did not sleep with this person. Um, but yeah, anyway, have things happened? Yes, obviously, those of you who know me uh, and know a little bit about my current personal life. Yeah. So I'll leave it there. And if you don't know, well, maybe you need to listen to some past episodes because um, you clearly have some catching up to do. Okay, did I cover that question enough? I hope so, because I'm starting to get a little sweaty. Um, somebody, a past uh, guest, did ask me if I was doing this to like <laughs> to like find a date or whatever, something like that. And honestly, no, because here's the thing: is like everybody, all the crushes, they're past crushes like maybe they were huge crushes um but there weren't like 
it wasn't like a, hey, I have a crush on you now. Let me bring you on and let's figure this out. Well, you know, I guess like the live episode was sort of like that, uh, <laughs> which, man, if you haven't listened to the live episode, oh, I really wish you would. It's it's delightful. It's just delightful. Um, I think, you know, I think you will be entertained. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah. Um, that episode. And I mean, just the, the audience at that show was just really great too. I mean, they're like a whole, it's like, I wish they had a mic cause that was, it was a very fun experience. Um, but yeah, I'd say that situation was the only one where I was like, oh, I'm currently interested in this person. Let's see what happens. Um, and I would love to do another live show a little bit differently, though now, obvi, um, I wouldn't be matching myself up with someone. I'd be matching up to other people. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of my dream. I've got one past, uh, past crush that I know, like, I just want this person to, like, get married and do the whole dang thing. And cause, because they want it too. And I just want to find them someone so badly. Like anytime I meet someone cool and, um, and if they're single and I think like this past crush would like them, I'm like, Oh my God, like I got to make this happen. The problem is, um, I, I just don't really meet that many new people. And usually when I do, it's when I'm traveling for work. So, you know, it's, I can't, I can't introduce, I can't introduce them to someone who like lives in California or whatever. Um, but you know, I, I think that just goes to show you they're out there. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Okay. So yeah. Oh, the, um, somebody asking me if like I do this to find dates and stuff. I also think that would just be like kind of actually, I don't know. I think it would be weird for me to go about it that way. But I feel like if somebody and maybe somebody does do that, um, where they would like try to figure it out, you know, while other and like let other people listen to them try to figure out maybe that maybe that is a thing uh it's just I don't I don't know that I could do it but now I'm really wondering but I also there's you know the situation I'm just not in that type of situation so so yeah that's that so if I'm inviting you on the show if I'm trying to interview you as a past crush, no, it does not mean that I like you now. All right. Is that all, is that all squared away? Um, okay. The, <laughs> so a 
Somebody asked, um, what's the deal with Felicity? Which I don't know that I've mentioned it much actually on the episodes. I really don't think I have, but I have um, posted quite a few things um, on the Instagram, I believe. Um, And the thing, here's the thing about Felicity. It's an almost perfect show, okay? It's just really white. That's like my main gripe about it. And uh, yeah, is that, I feel like there was something else. Something, uh, Something about like, socioeconomics I guess there's like I mean you know what you can only do but so much in a in a show that started in 1998 and aired on the WB but anywho the thing about Felicity is that yeah I started watching it in 1998 which was also the same year my oldest brother started going to college so I really felt like Like, oh, even though he didn't go to whatever fake New York school they went to, I was just like, oh, this is the life he's living. And I, like, I always, I just, I don't know why I always, I guess that's normal to want, like, your older siblings' friends to like you. And my other brother is much closer in age to me, so it's like sometimes we just had the same friends. Um, But with my, with the brother who's, like, much older than me, I mean, I don't know. Is eight years much? It's a little bit. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. We've got some diff- some different references and whatever. But um, I was just like, oh, that's what like being an adult is. And those are the types of people that like I should hang out with, you know, like um, <laughs> artists and med students and <laughs> graphic design majors, I guess. I don't know, um, which was like funny because I think that's what my brother was doing in college is like graphic design and whatever I don't we don't have to like talk Felicity right now but I will literally anytime if I've been trying to get people to just like sit and talk with me about Felicity because the other big thing and how it actually relates to this show is the relationships on Felicity and the characters are like so strong that they all mess up in such huge ways and there's so much like forgiveness in those relationships and I think it's really like I don't know it's it's like astonishing to me because I don't know where it came from really but I like I really feel like I only recently learned how to forgive. So if you listen to the show and I, you know, I do the little bit at the end of the episodes where I tell my guest to apologize for anything real or fake and I'll forgive them. Like, yes, a lot of times we were just having fun with it or whatever, but I also get some like, there's some really like beautiful moments that come out of that. And I think like maybe at the time when I was growing up and watching the show, I I was just like, it was the drama, you know, like you're, you're like, oh my God, like what is going to happen to these people? And that's, it's like, yeah, when you, I feel like when you're young, you think what's going to happen 
But when you're older, you're thinking like, how am I going to get through this? And so now, because I rewatch it regularly, um, as I'm sure you've already guessed, um, I can look at it and I can like see the forgiveness and also recognize that that's something that I've needed to work on and am always and will forever be working on, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, so like that's the deal with Felicity. <laughs> but really, if you made it this far into this episode and, and you want to talk about Felicity, I would like love to. Um, one thing I really want to discuss with somebody is whether or not Felicity and Ben's relationship is toxic. Because I honestly go back and forth. And right now, I'm not going to, I don't know how I feel about it right now. I'm not going to, um, also if I did, I, I wouldn't say, because that's content for another show. <laughs> okay. This is one from one of my best friends. What's the most romantic thing that I've done for someone? And what's the most romantic thing that someone has done for me? Maybe that's when I should start asking my crushes. Um, so my friend sent this to me last night. And again, not knowing that it was going to be for me. But um, y'all, I am like struggling <laughs> because I have no fucking clue I really the most I'm trying to think of like what are even I think this is this is the thing that's getting me stuck is what is romantic (laughs) like what does that word mean I joke that if somebody ever wanted to propose to me like they shouldn't get me a ring they should just make a payment on like my car or something um but but I mean I kind of believe that but also you know I mean I don't know like I don't know what I okay yeah let's let's find a starting point so here's what I'm thinking because I obviously don't know what romance is um I know that I really like this and I I'll start wait <laughs> before I start my starting point I'll start with a with saying that I hate this about myself and I I used to know this was very true maybe it's less true now but I used to know that I really liked someone if I baked for them because I hated baking. I hated it. Um, And or even like just if I tried to cook something that I didn't normally make, I knew that meant I really liked this person. Um... And now I kind of like baking, so, but it's, like, I think the cooking thing, just, like, preparing meals for somebody or whatever, like, if it's something I, like, a thing I don't normally make, 
then I know it means I really like them. But maybe that's, uh, that sounds like a norm to me. That sounds like a normal thing. Someone else would feel like the average person would think. Um, yeah, man, this is like, I'm having like, a a mild, I don't want to call it a meltdown. It's not a meltdown. I'm not melting. I am just like, what? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Now I feel like, first off, I don't think anyone who potentially has done something romantic for me is listening to this at all. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't even know what I find romantic. So, cause I, I told someone recently, like if somebody, if I was like going on a date and somebody did the, like, here's some flowers, we're going to a nice restaurant thing. Like that is so not my vibe. I would be so uncomfortable. I might hate it. Like I might have a horrible time. And that sounds crazy. When I say that out loud, that sounds crazy. Like, who the fuck doesn't like flowers? Who wouldn't like a nice restaurant? And it's like, yeah, I like those things. But all packaged and one, like, I, no. I want to pick my own flowers. And I have a lot of food allergies. So, like, I want to pick the restaurant, too. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's just a control thing. I don't know. But I've never really liked the idea of somebody, like, showing up at my doorstep with a bunch of... I guess I just picture red roses, and I'm not into that. Maybe. This is, like, Hollywood and society just, like this is the stuff I have to, this is the work I have to undo. (laughs) Uh, I'm really, I really just want to like find one thing that I thought was romantic. (laughs) It's hard. I need one of those. Oh, (laughs) I was about to say I need one of those like gratitude journals, but I'm pretty sure somebody gave me one recently and I really don't know where it is. When I say recently, I mean like sometime last year. Um, man. And I don't want to, I don't believe that no one has ever done something romantic for me, but... Um, I also can't really think of anything at the moment. I guess I just think of like, I don't know, when someone's really kind to me and, and obviously I'm talking about like a romantic partner or whatever I guess um when someone's really kind to me like I feel like like when they like help me with things that I 
that is, they don't need to be helping me with or something like that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to give a specific example that I'm thinking right now because I have to keep some things private. Um, but yeah, I think, I think those moments are like, Maybe that's what I consider romantic. But is that, okay, here's the other side of it. Is that because, like, I don't actually know what romance is? So am I doing the thing where I'm like, oh, that person's nice to me. They must like me. <laughs> but it's like I already know the person likes me. So I don't know. I am completely stumped on this one. And I just got a message from the friend who, um, <laughs> from the friend who sent me the question, <laughs> um, and I'm like considering telling them like, I don't know what romance is, but they'll find out when they listen unless they're a bad friend. Okay. I'm going to give myself two minutes to think of something, something romantic that someone's done for me. I also can't really think of something that I would call romantic that I've done for someone else. Like, yeah, I honestly I think it's just the word. Like, okay, so here's here's something that I did think, but then I was like, that doesn't really sound romantic. That just sounds nice. Um I was seeing somebody and it was their birthday and they were feeling like kind of down about some things. And so I like planned all these um kind of surprise things along with like their friends and family so it was like we went somewhere and they didn't know their family was going to be there and then we went to another place and they didn't know these friends would be there and then it was like another place and then all of these other people were there and I think they really liked it, it was a while ago so um I don't remember but maybe it wasn't, maybe since I don't remember, I mean, I, re I think they had a good time, whether or not they saw that as romantic, I don't know. And whether or not I see it as romantic, I don't know. But I thought it was just like a really nice thing to do. Um, yeah. So... I guess I'm not a romantic. I guess. I guess that's that. <laughs> I don't quite know if it's been two minutes, but um, I think we've. I think we've all had enough of that. <laughs> okay. So my other friend asked. <laughs> okay. She said, do you always make sure the other person climaxes? And I'll say, I try. Um, 
But also, I don't necessarily think that that is the... Well, I definitely don't think that that's the most important part of having sex. Um, And I'm not saying that she thinks that based on her question either. But I'm not like this, but I know a lot of people who like they say they like regularly don't come and that's fine with them and like good for them and stuff like, you know, they seem to still be having fun and and whatever. So, yeah. So it's like, do I make sure like I'm not going to be like, okay we're not leaving this bed until we're both done here. Like, no, that's not that is not the vibe. Um, but I just try to have fun and make sure they are and make sure everybody's happy. And, uh, yeah. So I guess short answer, no, (laughs) which sounds, um, sounds, I don't know. Does that sound bad or does that just sound like normal or realistic? I'm hoping it just sounds realistic. Really, honestly, that is like just what I aim for in general and not, not in the like, I'm real. (laughs) But the thing is, I know, like, I'm so, I feel borderline delusional about things sometimes that like I may, I do make an effort to just be realistic. (laughs) with myself and others um so yeah cool all right I think um that's all I have to say on climaxing which was a lot less than I had to say on romantic but in the end you know sounds like we can all come up short so yeah looks like I've got a lot of work to do. Surprise, surprise. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll have some crushes coming up soon and um, some more little somethings. And if any of you ever want to be on a little somethings, hit me up. DM me. Almost underscore nothing underscore podcast um, on Instagram. Or you can text me if you have my number definitely not gonna put that out here and don't ask someone for it either that's weird um but I told you where my shows are this month so if you really feel like you need to say something to my face you better show the fuck up I didn't mean to leave on such an aggressive note but you know what there it is
All music was originally composed by Paji Amati. This has been an RVA Podcast Network production.